Let's go first to your sheets. Copy and Maran Be'emes. I want to show you two very interesting ideas that he has. One, Rishus Chachman. One from the Tamer Devera. As the title, Maran Be'emes. These are uh, deeper in Yanim, but clear enough for us to understand and apply. One is from the discussion we had last week in terms of the explanation, which I kept alluding to, we didn't see inside yet, why Yeravam ben Yayesh was zeichah to such power, dominion, and success, despite the fact that he was an Ebed of Azal like everybody else. Uh, what was the purpose here? So there are two different angles here, both of which are very important. One is that Klai Yisrael needed this extra push, the carrot and the stick. They needed the carrot here to show them there is a chance to still rebound, come back, rejuvenate, and do tshuva. So they rebounded, came back, rejuvenated, but unfortunately, the tshuva is going to be lacking. That we'll get to, we are sliding, uh, not that quickly, but uh, quick enough that soon is gonna be almost irreversible toward the Horban. And the second angle is the personal zchus which we didn't find yet, what did Yeruvim himself do that bought for him this prize that he would be Zeicha, at least by to have this power and this covet. And the schus to expand Eretz Yisrael, the schus is only good if at the end of the day you make something of it, which he didn't, but it was still a schus. Talk about Achav ben Omri. So Achav is not used by anybody from because he went down in history as a very complicated uh, Russia. And his father, I say complicated, because he had some schus, and his father, Emery, had one schus, he expanded out Yisrael. So, of course, that Medrash, that Chazal was misquoted, that as long as you expand out Yisrael, it doesn't make a difference what you do. That's like the Aniyu de Belay from the cardiac Jews and all the other uh, things that uh, speak to certain Inyanim and glorify them in, in a good way, but you forget about the rest of the picture, like the Achtas. Uh, Achav went to battle, fought with the Asar and the army, and they always won. So they literally, figuratively, won the battle, but lost the war. They won the battle because they're Achtas, they won battle after battle after battle after battle, as Yeruvim will, and then they lose the ultimate war, both physically, the Horban will happen, they will lose... Um, what happened to Yishalayim, but the, uh, the exile of the SS Shvatim happened first. So they're going to lose those battles, and in terms of the real battle on Olam Haba, they're going to get lost, they're going to assimilate uh, Shiloh, what happens to the SS Shvatim, which we'll uh, yet discuss at the end. So at the end of the day, if you don't have the rest of Yiddishkeit with it, it's not going to help. These are tools that can be used as a catalyst to wake people up and do tshuva. The question still must be addressed, what did he do personally to be zeichet to even possibly in Ahavamina have the chance to be that shliach? And that's important. There are many times in history with his shlichus, and you want to know, wow, the fellow is a zeichet even for the possibility. And then it's not utilized, unfortunately. But right now, we don't know that yet. I'm just giving you uh, advance notice. The piece we're going to see in front of you on page one, the bottom left-hand corner, 
Was this something similar to the Nevoa of Yena by Ninveh, where it turned around? So, to over here, he had the opportunity to turn things around. And physically, the facts on the ground were that they were a lot safer from a security standpoint and accomplishing a lot more from a military standpoint than they were before, and that was a turnaround. What's his chus? So, Yerav Menyayesh, even though he's a card carrying over the Zarek, he, unlike other kings of the Asaras Hashvatim, was in a strong way. Now, you might find that bizarre, but uh, you've been in the Navi Shir here long enough. Uh, many of these people believed in Kadosh Baruch Hu, many went to the Ashkama Minyan, and many did mitzvahs on the side. Certainly, that was the case with Achav. We called him a complicated Russia. Uh, he's not, perhaps, not even Achav. Achav was Meisen Nefesh at one point to defend the Sefer Terror of the, uh, of the Jews. He wanted to fight a war over it. The enemy had asked him to hand it over to Mavaza Klaiso and Akash Baruch. He didn't hand it over. He fought a war, which he won. Over here, on a personal level, Yerav Menyaya, she's going to hear some nasty Lashon Hara on one of the big tzaddikim circulating still in the Asar Sashvatim, and he's going to give the perpetrator of that Lashon Hara some heavy, heavy musr. As we'll explain. As a reward, land and territory that wasn't even given to Yeshua ben Nun at the greatest point and extent of his conquest, and even beyond David Melech Yisrael, who also conquered a lot, even went into Syria before he had conquered the rest of Israel, which is part of the issue of Kivish Yachad Leshemai Kivish. He annexed it politically. Why wasn't it annexed halachically, or was it? Masabiyado. Territory that David Amal didn't get, the Yeshua Benin didn't get, Yerob Men Yerish got. Shanamar. Weishiv is Gvul Yisrael, Malavach Hamas, Adyama Rava. Kiyetsu Badavra Taimer. Kira Hashem Azani Yisrael, Mayra Ma'od, Ephes Azov, Ephes Azov. Possibly we saw last week. Ve'ed Azli Yisrael. No allies, no help. In a very pitiful situation. Yet Hashem didn't want Klai to be destroyed. Page 2. What is this Yeravam fellow all about? Like the rest of them. So what did he do? Now, Amatzia Kain sounds like a very firm name. He was a Galach. Amatzia Kain of Yakain here meant priest of Basel. Basel was where the base of Adazar was. Al Yeravim El Chisoli sends a message to Yeravim Lamar. Kashalach Amrus. Amrus is rebelling. It's a good way to get somebody in trouble in the ancient world. Just tell the king somebody's plotting against him and it's off with his head. So, this Kain Basel didn't like the Navi Emis in a big way. So he figured he'd just send a message to the king that he's rebelling. And in a way, he sort of was. He's seven over Nevoas that uh, talked about Chuva and getting rid of the, of the Avarazara and uh, the doom that is coming to the Aserah if they don't do Chuva. So it was actually the Dvar Hashem was true. He had nothing personal against Yeruvim. 
That part wasn't true, but he dressed it up that yeah, he's out to get you and you better get rid of him because this Amatsya Khan didn't like the message. That's pretty clear. And he said this. The Klaisel is going to go into Gullus and the king's going to be killed. So when he reported this, Apparently he sent the message first, and then he came himself, Amatsya Kayan, to report it to the king, to get through to him. This is all recorded in the Navi, in Amos. And he called him in, and he spoke to him, and he uh, gave him serious Musa ben means he uh, really was annoyed at him. Va'amar, chas v'shalom, it's coming from Yeravim, Yeravim and Yayesh. Chas v'shalom, lanaznave, aisa tzadik, menavu azu. He says, Ahmad l'slam, that tzaddik would never say that about me. Ve'im niva, interesting, Lushan. <laughs> he would never ever say that. Of course, he knew deep down that it's quite possible he did say it because he knew he was an Avodah Vodazara and he sort of believed in Hashem and he knew that this Chayavayinish, so why is he doing Avodah Zarah? That was the, the Eitzahara. So he says, first of all, I don't believe you, maybe he never said it. This is the proper reaction when you hear Lushan Har, by the way. First thing is, don't believe it. And even in Tint Salaymah, there's Raglayim Odover, that that's what Nevi'im used to say and... Um, you heard it from many people that he stood in a soapbox and he said, Sitra Jerusha. Even if he said it, He said, What do you want from him? Anavi is told over to say what he's going to say from Akash Baruch Hu. I can't execute him as a murder of Machas. That's the Dvar Hashem. What? Exactly. I mean, this is Yeravim talking. Yeravim, the chief of the Ovdeh Barazar, of the Dara, the king. So. It's one of those things that he had a Yitzhah for Avodah and if you'd ask him, like, what are you thinking? Why are you defending the Tzadik Adar? He said, uh, the man sang over the message from Akash Baruch Hu, I have issues, we have Yitzhahers, okay. Uh, you don't have, to, have to kill him. Now, there were uh, other kings who did just that, and they didn't like the message, and they murdered the Navi, like Zechariah and the Azar. So this is pretty, pretty big of him. This is a step why he was Zechem and Hashemayim to be the man that could have turned things around. He won't, but we're just giving the background to why he even had the opportunity. Was it, was it your Rebbe's father that murdered Zechariah? Uh, no. What was the generation? No, 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 because he was killed in the, uh, killed in the Beis HaMikdash. It was in, the, it was in Yehuda. Was it, it was in Yehuda. Yeah, but it was a different one. It was the, there's one in Yehuda, one in Yehuda and one in Yisrael. So, right, right name, one kingdom. So, here we have, we understand, this is uh, huge. Like, this is not something that would be the average reaction of your average one in the middle of a Tavarazar. Especially if he has what to be concerned about. And on that side that it was true, the Navi said, B'Shem Hashem, that uh, he's going to be killed. And his kingdom is going to go down the drain. Not a message you want to hear. When Yirmiyo and Navi came with Megillus Eicha, it was tossed into the fire and he was thrown into jail. That's Yermio. So uh, these messages weren't met with, oh, wonderful, what an opportunity to do tshuva. Thank you for letting me know. So here, again, did he go where he's supposed to go with this? No, but he didn't utterly reject it and he actually told off the people who wanted to get rid of the messenger. Baisashah, the schar for that, Baisashah, Amakar Baruch Hu, Dar Ivan Vazar, the whole generation, the Assassin Shvatam, the whole doing of Vazar, and Yehuda wasn't that much better. A little better. 
Reishadar Ebed of Azar, and the king is an Ebed of Azar. But look, Kiba Lashon Hara, and yet he wasn't Makabal Lashon Hara. Aretz Asher Amati Laavram Liyitzach Liyakov. There's what was conquered by Yeshua Ben Nun, and then there's the greater ten nations that were promised to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, and we never fully received that yet. They didn't conquer that yet, but he got more of it. Aretz Asher Amati Laavram Yitzchak Yaakov Leimar Lazarachad Nena Etain Aisabi Adai. So it sounds like he conquered, if not. All of it, but most of it. And that is the angle over here, why the man had the opportunity. Yes? Is there any connection here to David? In which way? Maybe on some level, accepted? It wasn't uh, It was Nagayat to a Yachid. It wasn't of national importance. I mean, it was important enough that he... Uh, lost one of the reasons he lost the Asaras Ashvatim. Whenever you're making decisions and you're running Klaisrael, running anything, it's a bigger achrayas because you're always being told conflicting stories. There are always people trying to get in and you're told one story, a second version, a third version, and you never know who to believe. It's a very difficult test. David was David Amalek. He wasn't looking to hear Lashon Hara and he didn't even fully accept either side. He just split it. And he was still punished because on his madrega he should have recognized. Over here we have somebody, I can't even say, on a low madrega. He wasn't even in the same uh, stratosphere. And yet he totally rejected it. So if you're asking how did he succeed in David Malik didn't, the answer is David Malik wasn't choosing between a Russia and a Tzaddik. He was choosing between two people that were trying to vie for attention of who was in the rebellion, who wasn't in the rebellion, who joined Avshalom, who didn't. You couldn't tell friend or foe. And it was difficult to tell because the man didn't join him. He was not able to walk, which is part of the problem. And Siva was a fast talker, and he was able to convince him at least halfway. Over here, the good news is that the facts were clear. Amos was a tzaddik, and he was a navi, and he was a known, credited navi. Now you could say, okay, but get rid of him anyway, which, uh, you know, his godless was that at least he couldn't deny the truth. So the Nisayan was different. I'm wondering if maybe it made the reward exponential because this is something that that kings often yeah it was um, yeah the Medrash this is the only source we have for why he got a Nisayan so yes it was uh, for his Nisayan as an Ovid of Arazara who certainly had an Atiyah to get rid of anybody who was saying that they're doing the wrong thing and it's all going to be blowing up in your face so he should have quickly embraced Amatsya Khan's thing. He didn't have to kill him himself. He could have uh, told him, just do what you have to do, and he would have been, uh, would have been executed. So yeah, it was, it was a big decision he passed, and this reward is not a small thing. To get dominion and get more territory than Yeshua, Benun, and David ever got. It's a major, uh, a major bump, and uh, the, the opportunity over here is endless. He understood on some level, he even shared it with Yehuda, as you mentioned last week. So he understood this can benefit all of Klai Yisrael, and it could, and it did, and all they had to do now is do tshuva. I say that flippantly, all they had to do. It wasn't that easy either, but the imla achshav emasai. And uh, the opportunity is not going to be seized. Uh, let's see the next piece. This is from the time of Devera. And uh, this is extremely nagayat, just for our Adam ben Adam l'chaveru. Discuss yesterday in the Palliates, which will continue. Uh, key, yes, Kriyashma, if anybody didn't say.
So, the Tarmidvarva here points out to one of the Midas of Akash Baruch Hu, the Yugimal Midas, Hashem Hashem, Lahirsik Ad Apoy. So, he points out where there were many situations of Klaisol, many points in history where Akash Baruch Hu had Kavayachal every single right to continue the Kharan Af on Klai Yisrael because they didn't really make any real changes and um, nothing changes. Why should Hashem change his stance, Kaviyachal? And the third time of the Torah points out over here that, and he focuses on Yeruvim and Yayash, that Akash Baruch Hu won't be Masik La'ad Apoy even where we didn't do true yet, which is a Chiddush. We're used to thinking that Hashem will be machzer af, uh, because if we did tshuva, Hashem will forgive and forget, and He'll help us climb out. While we're still doing the Avera, why should there be midas arachamim coming into play? So the Torah is going to point out, and he's going to mention that the midas we have, but on the Chavera, have to emulate this, that not only do we have to forgive people who ba'avold after they finished doing the avla that they did, we have to even look to try to get rid of the anger while it's still going on, which is a very tall order. It's a whole different... We have a difficult enough time forgetting what happened yesterday and moving on. And it's good for Klai Yisrael, Baruch Hu, and his ultimate Rachamim manages... Hashem uh, doesn't have to work hard at anything. When I say manage is a bad word, just to stop ourselves and to not be holding on to the charanaf, even though we still deserve it, Leilin. And you'll see where he goes with it. Zumida acheres, shafila adam masik bechet, and a kashbarcho masikaf. As we're doing the avera. It's a good thing because sometimes people, Leilin, do averas. You notice as they do the avera, they continue to breathe and to stand, and to walk, and to... That's Haranaf as the Avera is going on. Isn't that the first meeting? Well, it's Hashem Hashem. That's not the word Hashem Hashem. But the, the, the key over here is Lahisik Lad Apa. We used to thinking a person shouldn't continue to be angry at such point in time where the person stopped. You say, okay, stop last week, so get rid of the anger already. So, so forgive. That's an unbelievable meet if you can forget what happened yesterday the week before. This is while it's going on which is a completely different angle as he develops. In terms of, doesn't mean Einish won't come. There's no, uh, Hashem doesn't erase the record without tshuva, but Hashem will wait and wait and wait and wait and Hashem will have to take the mid of Af and Shamayim and erase it to a degree because the Avera is ongoing and the person is still surviving at Hashem's grace and Hashem will help him survive, sometimes even help him thrive, like in the case of Yeruvah. Yeruvah, before each battle, I just picture the scene, maybe went to the Ashkama Minyan, maybe, yeah, maybe not, but certainly went to the base of Elazar before and after to thank the gods. And he still won the next day's battle. How do you explain that? That's not a gather of a Russia of a Tevloi um, Tzadik Rallo. That's not, that, that's above. That's while he's doing it, he's aided in the success of his mission without changing. 
Hashem just put more Rachamim into the equation, and they still weren't doing Shuva. Even though they're still doing their So this is not the the once a person does tshuva, but before he gets there, it's still working overtime, so to speak, to wait and wait and wait to the last possible moment. Now, there will be a churban, and there comes a time where the mitzvah rachamim has to retire and sit down, and the uh, prosecution steps in. But that's uh, pushed off as far as it can be. Hashem will bend when necessary, and then, unfortunately, which is ultimately good for us, punish when necessary, but the Midas last a long time. Zumida Ruya La'adam, and he connects it to our behavior with our colleagues. Zumida Ruya La'adam le'is na'igba im chavero, afilu shu ha'shayla achicha b'yitzurim is chavero as bonov, even when he has a right and sometimes an obligation to be tough. Behem is yasin, and they're listening to the Musar, but not listening enough. Even when he had a right to be angry, he shouldn't continue, even if the problem is not fixed. Even when it's Mutter. This is a uh, shot we've said over with the Tesis. This is a sign that you're supposed to hate because he's a Russia, and you're supposed to hate him because he's not doing Ratzon Hashem, and he's polluting the atmosphere. Even with all that, it can't last forever, and there's a time you have to turn on the Ava and even do something to try to nurture it. Kisira Chamar Sanacha Revis Tachas Masal, Pishu Razal Psachem Kufiyat Gimelum at Beis, Mahi Asina Zaysha Rasa Ever Avera, and he has a right and obligation to hate him. And he can't go to Basin to get a Malkus, but he knows he's a Russia. The reason he puts that in is because if you had another aid there and you bring a Basin and he gets Malkus, once he gets Malkus, we assume he did Shuva. So there's no reason to hate him anymore. But here he's a, he's a one person, he's a Yachid, and he can't bring up the Basin. The Torah says, Dafka, help him and help him first. If you have two people who need help, Friend and a foe, and the foe is a Russia. The friend is a tzaddik. Help the Russia first. Shavigast dibelibech to be able to get the hatred out of your heart. Because he isn't doing tshuva, the hatred didn't work, so maybe the avo will work. See, we have a very unique, difficult midah to understand where Akash Baruch Hu is showing us to emulate this midah that even as the person's still doing the Avera, and it's still going on, and you're trying everything in the book to get him to think and move, and it's still going on, you have to let go of some of the anger, and maybe the Avo will get him to change. And as the person is still doing whatever he did yesterday, whether it be there's that balance of the Avo and the Yira, and it cannot be, uh, can't be played with too much. But if you feel... Um, you're becoming a person who has uh, too much sinna, and it's a point where everybody is uh, everybody is evil, and you're trying to uh, get back at the whole world. Then obviously something went too far, and there's a balance. And then there are people who 
I try and display the Midah Baba and bleeding heart liberals and everybody's good and you can't do any bad and it's, uh, you know, the, uh, the evil doesn't exist, we shouldn't attack them and you're blinded to it. That's also not good. Not good and not healthy. So this Tamed Devar is asking us to find a happy medium which uh, needs a drachla, no doubt. Okay, let's go back to the Pasuk. We're in Malachim Beis, Perik Tezvav, Pasuk Aleph. Now we go back to Malchei Yehuda. We're introduced to a very, very famous Melech who, good news, starts off as a Baal Madrega and has a lot to offer. And we'll get involved in something that this is one of the more baffling cases. We can't understand what was he thinking. He's not the Novit of Azara, and he's not a person that we have a long record of looking for evil things to do. We have one Meister that's going to mess him up for life. Very sad story. And it needs Hezber, which Hashem, we will uh, look into why he did it. And uh, it's actually one of the few kings where the Pesach says Beferish, he was a very good person. There aren't too many kings where it says Beferish that he was doing Hayasha, Ben Hashem, and he's one of them. So, no, we're back to you then. Now. We'll see. We'll see right now. Pesach Aleph, Perik Tezvah, Pesach Aleph. Bishnas Esrim Bisheva Shanali Rava Melech Yisrael. This is already into his kingdom. We have the Assassin growing, prospering, not yet doing Shuva. This is the Rav we just spoke about. This is the one we just uh, dashed about, Yerav Menyash. No, yeah, no, that's the original Yerav. We're, we're in Yerav in the second. No. Bishnas Esen Vesheva Shanali Yerav Melech Yisrael, while he was king, the one we just spoke about, who's making all the conquests, Malach Azariah ben Amatzia Melech Yehuda. Azariah ben Amatzia becomes king. The Pasuk always does that just to get your bearings of where you are in each. Uh, they didn't have our chart, or rather, our chart was made from these Pesukim. So, already the dating is a problem. And uh, Rashi says you have to know what's coming, and that is that uh, this Azariah is going to become a Metzerah. And when he becomes a Metzerah, he's going to have a very uh, truncated Malchus where he goes to live, of all places, in a cemetery. I mean, you could make the story up. He was such a good person when he did the one horrible thing that he's going to do based on a terrible miscalculation to the tune of Nadav Aviyu. It's the only thing we can compare it to. Uh, not that he was an Amadrega, Nadav Aviyu, but he was a Baal Madrega. But you would think, you know, from Chumash he'd be scared to do this. Uh, he's going to uh, get this funny thing in his head that he should be doing the Avaidah, bringing Kateris. It sounds familiar? And he's going to walk in and he's going to be warned as he walks in by the Kainim who are very brave, the young Pirchek on duty. I was once discussing with Yaakov when um, one of our uh, very famous politicians uh, who became president in this conversation we were discussing in the car on the way back from, uh, from Passaic and it was in the very early days like the first few and I asked uh, Yaakov and my Tamimis why would somebody want to take a risk of tweeting you could say something off the cuff and get into serious trouble why don't they just take it away Remember when we were discussing this? And Yaakov uh, brought me down to earth and said, uh, it's not so easy to say, uh, excuse me, Mr. President, can I have your iPhone? <laughs> like, 
Well, wouldn't that save a lot of problems? They're doing it now. Now they already have a lawyer on staff. They can, they can at least check it. What took four months? Wasn't that kind of painfully obvious? Like, why did somebody say, hello? Like, you know, this, everybody's looking now. Like, you can't uh, get away with this. Doesn't mean he's a bad guy for that, but that's like an impulse to, so, like, recognize that. So, you pointed out that it's not so easy. Like, who, which one is going to bring it up? Who wants his job? That's a problem in life. Sometimes uh, the emperor's not wearing clothing and somebody has to say it. Nobody says it. That's the famous case with the emperor not wearing clothing. Why didn't somebody say anything? The answer is people like their jobs, their lives, their positions, and nobody else saying anything. So obviously either I'm crazy or I'd like to be as safe as everybody else. Yeah, but the real answer is somebody really cares about what's going on and cares about him, a real friend. But a real friend should do what's that. Harai, he recognizes it. He recognized it then, and he recognizes it now. That's why he's appointing attorneys. I'd like to see them do their job. I, I agree with the Roman but, uh, We're talking about this. I think that he just, he thought it was so important for him to do it. He didn't listen Which is what Yaakov commented, that he, they were certainly ran the risk of him getting angry at them, and he might not listen anyway, which goes back to the Chiyot Tachacha. It's not Chiyot Tachacha. On, um, on an akum, but if you really care about somebody, so why don't you really tell him what you need to tell him? The answer is it's not so easy, which is why we don't give tochacha enough. So here, the good news is, I didn't get to it yet, he's going to walk into the base of Mekdash, and the Kainim are going to tell him exactly what they're supposed to tell him, to their immense credit. A king who's not so friendly, you know, we're used to now, now we're all sitting comfortable, even Yerub and Yerub and Azar defended the Navi, but it wasn't always like that, it was dangerous business. And they're going to stand there and they're going to make a human chain and says, Your Highness, uh, with all due respect, you're not going anywhere. And he was furious and the uh, heads were possibly about to roll, but Kosh uh, Baruch Hu uh, and his Rachamim stepped in, his Rachamim for Klai Yisrael, for the Kayanim, and mostly for the king. There's only one thing worse than getting Saras the rest of your life, and that is not getting Saras and moving in and bringing Kateris where you shouldn't, then you lose Yolam Haba. At least he, in the long picture, Hashem did him a taiva. And when he got Saras, he was firm enough to realize, you know what, that wasn't the coincidence. And now I'm going to retreat. If you're a real apicaris, you could say, what a coincidence. Happens to me, I have a strange dermato- dermatology issue on my forehead. And just about to walk into the Azar, you know, talk about bad timing. If you want to be an atheist, uh, there's no shortage of uh, ridiculous explanations. It never went away. He's going to do true for the rest of his life. That's what I'm saying. To his immense credit, he recognized that this wasn't a coincidence. And he not only did he retire, he built a house in the base first. Interesting place to build a house. Now, real estate might be very low there. But he wasn't short of money. The best place to do tshuva, hopefully you'll never need it, is to live in a base forest because you have Musr 24-7. You look around, very quiet, and everybody, all the powerful people, they're all dead. And he's going to do just that. So he starts off great, he ends off a big ball Musr, and in between messes up once. So we'll discuss, not right now, the dating over here, comparison to Yeravam is a little bit off because the Shaila is where did his malchus really start and end. Yes? 
We're going to discuss that. First, I'll like what in the world got into him? Because we have nice things to say about him. And um, we're going to read uh, two more second quickly, actually. Um, yeah, we're going to, it's going to be too complicated. I want to save time for the Pele. Yes, Mr. Shem will continue with this next week. It's going to take a while to explain exactly who this man was, where he was coming from. That was in Bayesheni. That didn't happen too much in Bayesheni. And uh, what people won't do for their five seconds of covered. That's the Mutzer over there. He never made it in, Baruch Hashem. Yeah, yeah, but the, the, the difference over there was, even though the guy last year and the guy the year before and the guy the year before that didn't make it, they can, I can hear somebody saying, you know what, I did a little tshuva beforehand, and there's no Avera in going into the Kodesh Hashem and Yom Kippur. As a matter of fact, it's a mitzvah the Reiser. They fooled themselves to, into not assessing the, where they were holding, and it's a dangerous uh, play of Russian roulette. Over here, it's Osir, if you're not a Kayan. He was from Shevet Yehuda. As a matter of fact, Ben Achaben. Spitz, Shevet Yehuda. He was king. And he was a good guy. And he decides, going to go. It's already he wants to know. What was he thinking? That's going to take a few Sundays to figure out. Uh, what, what was it? Especially in the backdrop of, like, this has been done before. Like, read about the famous Nod of Avil and Achremus. And, you know, this happened before. So, um, that's going to be Hesbert. But not for now. Let's go to the Peleates. We're on page Chofal off the top line. We're still in Avas Rayim, but I'm the So we have the Zchus uh, in the same shear to uh, see the Tamer Devera on not getting too angry at your friends, even when they're giving the Musr. And um, not coincidental, he's going to talk about how to be down the Kavzchus and how to improve Amel Chavera by being down the Kavzchus. Being down the Kavzchus, as I mentioned on a few occasions, is not always looking at somebody doing something wrong and figuring out a way why what you're looking at is not wrong. Sometimes that's impossible. And sometimes it's clear that he's wrong. The next level being down the Kaschus is that, yeah, it's wrong, but maybe he's a shaykh, maybe he's an honest, he had a bad chunuch, a bad upbringing, he's dealing with things in life, I can't, if I were in his shoes, maybe I wouldn't do better. To try to see the good in people even when you can't down the Kaschus in terms of the Maisa, the first line of defense is the Dinda Reisa. But it's talking about the Dayan over here that's in all of us. Uh, once the Sefer came out, I believe, on being down the Kaskus, courtrooms of the mind, we, uh, we paskin on people 50 times a day in the office as a walking to shul, in shul. And uh, sometimes you can work harder to really down the Kaskus that what you saw wasn't wrong, and sometimes it was wrong, and you don't want to go there. The danger of this, again, is to not be miyashiv so much that you settle in your mind, you know, it's talking not so bad, and then you start doing it. That's the danger over here. But first you have to work on being down the Kaschus, Ila Zeis, top line of page Chafalov. Ila Zeis, Achayiten Aliba, Kigam Huchaser, Chasreinus, Vidunian Lefi Ercha. You have to first keep in mind that you're not perfect, and that's not a reason not to give Musr. You have to give Tachacha, but you have to give Tachacha in the way it's coming across Ba'ava, and the first line that should be said is, I'm not much better, and I'm, maybe I'm worse, and I also struggle with this. And you also get your point across a lot better if you do that, because then you uh, take away his defense shield. And as Avdesla always spells out, in terms of really patting yourself on the back before you do so, you have to do so once in a while in life, just to give yourself chizik. You have to know where you started from and where you are, because if you started over here and you're over here, okay, at least you didn't fall, but you're looking at somebody, he might have started over here, maybe he's over here, but maybe he's doing better than you are. 
Get, that doesn't mean you're potter from Tachacha. It just means in terms of your gaiva or thinking he's a Russian Marusha, you have to know that certain areas he might be up against more and he might be actually trying harder. And the fact that he lost the battle and his Yitzhahara got him. The fact that Hashem created you in a better environment and started you off on a higher level and put you in a firmer family, whatever the case may be, you should thank Hashem every day in Maidim for having this opportunity. It doesn't mean you're inherently a better person. That is not a heter to mavaza or hate people. Again, you can hate the Misa, and you can hate him as an enemy of Hashem, as we just finished with the time of Devera. At a certain point, the Ava has to come to the forefront, and that has to be used to bring him in. As the Chaznish says, we're not Pater necessarily from Tachacha, but we don't know the art to assume that he's post Tachacha, and therefore we can label him as a Russia. For if a real Russia is or he's a Russia and Nebuch, you have to fight him because otherwise he's going to decide policy for the community and he's going to get away with it and bring everybody down. That's up to leaders, then you have to decide to fight. And he's not dangerous. He's dangerous that the polluting the atmosphere, but he's not overtly dangerous that you have to now publicly fight him. That if you have this Hana when he's uh, in his downfall and you're not helping him enough, that's considered in the eyes of Chazal, the, one of the worst Midas. Next paragraph, and the way to work on this is with the Kim of the Mitzvah, uh, they make a diak in Donis Kola Ha'adam. If you look at the entire picture, as he just described, you look at where you are and the advantages you have and possibly disadvantages that he had, you'll understand that even though you can't okay the Misa and you can't say, yeah, whatever he wants, whatever, just as long as it feels good and he's not hurting anybody and he's not yelling fire in certain areas, and that's not okay. It's bad, and it's bad for you, and it's bad for the atmosphere, and it's bad for the community. With that said... Have he done kol ha'adam? Look at where he's coming from. As we just explained, at least you won't have a real personal hatred and understand that perhaps it's not his fault and had been given opportunities, they've been dealt with differently, perhaps he'd be able to grow. Filanecha, serena, saklola, makulo, en lahashmiya, lashima rather, kolkach, lisna, sam, achakiderach, ish, yashar, be'enov. Everybody thinks they're doing the right thing until it's explained to them. My havalil, mevid. You should daven for yourself and for others. When we say in Shman Esrei, three times a day, everything is Lashon Rabim, because you're not just davening for yourself, you're davening for everyone, davening for the community. Hashvenu is you're begging Hashem to show you and your Chaverim the right way to go when you're rooking us. And the assumption is, unless the guy's a real Russian Rusha looking for trouble, to be a Chetia Machtias Arabim, everybody wants to do the right thing, they're just misled on what that right thing is. And you should daven to Hashem for you and for him. She is like, Nena Beitza Tevil Mufanov, Vayan Chenu, Magbeit Sedik, Laman Shemoy, Mierma Adam Allah Gajbarhu, Manishes Adam, Al Shahele, Bishriz Liba, Vayashabena, Al Shahil, Lalamid, Vilal Lamad, Afatayam Aloy. 
So you'll say, well, uh, people uh, have eyes and have ears, and they should learn. So you say, okay. Which means that HaKosh Baruch Hu is going to don this how HaKosh Baruch Hu wants. Your job is to be don the kapschus that he, yes, could have learned. They're swarm around, and they're sure to listen to but he needs the initiative and he has to realize the Chashiva Sadavar, which is what's missing for most people who don't want to go to the source. The more you're down the Kavzchus, the more in Shemayim the Danyu the Kavzchus. So we look at people and says everything's available. You have every art scroll and everything's available in English and Hebrew and Spanish, whatever language, and the audio and the video, everything's available. How can you have people who aren't learning? So our job is to teach them the Mesika Satera to be able to give them the cheshek and the inertia to go do it. It's all available. It's, um, you don't want to say it as a kitrug. It's more available than it ever was. But they have to realize the chashivah sadavra and the ability to take out the time. And if they see how easy it is and how enjoyable it is, they'll go and do it. And a fellow who told me he was really out of learning for a while and he got a hold of one of this farm. He said, uh, he sent me an email. He says, did you know how well things are explained today? They really, I guess, it's mamish kavaldik. But I grew up, it wasn't like this. I said, yeah, this is all part of the Nisan. You just got to taste it. Around Shavuot's time, you got to remember that for your own learning and try to reach out to a couple of people so they don't miss the opportunity, the special Siat HaShemayah. This week it starts today, and it's a special time at Siat HaShemayah to get the Cheshek to be able to carry on for the rest of the year. So don't wait for Tuesday afternoon. Start, to, start today, and uh, I think they gave off Monday, Dafka, but it's usually around Shavuot's time. So take the opportunity.